do you want to start a business, get out of the office, achieve happiness and success while crushing life? This is Boss to Boss, the place to be for that extra motivation to get up and follow your dreams while learning from the ones who have already done it. And now for your host, Miro Wieslow. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Boss to Boss. Miro Wieslow here, and today, today is the Rants and Recaps section of the show episode number 30 whoa that's a huge number we uh, we got steve on board steve how do you feel about 30 30 man 30 30 it's getting better from the first uh the definitely the first one that we did it's uh like night and day so hopefully it keeps improving yeah we, we got steve wiley here on the show today i'm sure you've uh you've already You've already known him. You've you've heard about him. He's from Intrinsic Marketing. He's running the whole production side of things around here. He's he's the one that makes sure what you listen to is top notch. So if it's not, you know exactly who to go after. It's my fault. Yeah. Yes. Right. Well, you may notice if I, you might be listening on the podcast, but if you're not, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, you'll notice we got a little studio thing going here. It's been uh, it's been in the works. It's been in progress. It's still not fully there yet, as you can no. see. It's, you know, nothing's perfect. Nothing's ever perfect, though, right? I mean, we're always going to be working to make things better, constantly. Got to make better, yeah. And it's it's funny because last time we recorded, you were sitting in the chair that I'm in. This is my chair, so now you actually have a spot. Uh, you're in the you're actually in the room right next door to me, so it's pretty sweet. No, man, we're like three thousand miles away. <laughs> what are you talking about? This quality, this is perfect. This is yeah, all pretty darn, pretty all, darn good. All thanks to your internet that uh, that is that is just crazy fast. I don't know how you get such fast internet, man. Gotta have it. You got your ways, but we don't want to know about that. You got you got those nicknames for a reason, and we'll we'll keep it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. The but, Comcast uh, got broken legs. <laughs> yeah. So today we want to have a special episode. We kind of want to dig deeper. And talk about a subject that maybe it may be taboo, it may be not for you, but it's something that it's been on our minds, both Steve at Intrinsic Marketing and me with HodgePodge. We've experienced it a lot, and that's just, that's employees, contractors, us, uh, people, yeah. people, the human capital, right? The, 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 the backbone of business, the ones that keep it going. We want to talk about some of the strengths and weaknesses of, uh, you know, employees and or contractors and how to hire them, uh, some of the, the the bad things we come across, the good things, and pretty much the horror stories and you know everything that it entails and how important it really is. So we're kind of br- going to break it down for you, do one episode kind of where we actually dig deeper into this because uh, there were numerous, numerous times that I mentioned it already. I just was like, oh, man, it's hard. Oh, man, it sucks. But here right now we're going to break it down. We're going to break it down from both of our perspectives from a marketing company standpoint and from a marketing web development and then from a con- construction type, you know, contractor type with uh, storage moving, which is my company. So we're going to kind of show you two different uh, sides of the spectrum and what we come across and maybe something you can learn from or you will from, you will learn from. Yeah, yeah oh, I take Hopefully. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are and, – and the thing about that is those are – two wildly different types of businesses. I mean, you know, what you do being out in the field and having people doing, um, 
you know, manual labor, having to have insured trucks and, you know, I'm sure the insurance dealing with people's, uh, you know, belongings on a daily basis is a big deal. You know, you have people that can do workers comp, you know, because they throw out their back or drops, a, you know, a bookcase on their neck. And uh, that's a big deal. So, you know, you got the, a totally different uh, side of the story than what I have. I mean, you know, uh, with with me, it's more about like the creative talent. And that's so hard to, to deal with. You know what I mean? Like finding people that see the thing is when you're doing marketing and sales, the marketing and sales, the person you're trying to hire is selling you the whole time, too. So it's like, you know, you don't actually know until they do it. So that's that's one of the big things. It's a real pain. So just off topic here, though, but the fact that you bring up that, that you, you know, the marketing people are actually trying to sell you and that's what they do. <laughs> that's what they're bust at. This is a problem that I had with you before we uh, kind of came on board and started doing this thing together. I was like, this guy, I mean, me and you, like long, you know, back, backtrack really quick. <laughs> we used to work together. That's where we initially met. And we both did sales, telemarketing sales. So like we were there. We were getting down and dirty and like, you know, the, the, the pretty much, what is it? What do, what do they call this? Like the little boiler room type of style, yeah, right? Boiler room stuff. Boiler that room was... stuff. I mean, we're, we, we did it. We pretty much did it from what sales are, what they originated from, right? Boiler room type of calls. Or, phone in a phone book. Yeah. Phone right? in a phone book. Well, not, yep. to, not to discount uh, door-to-door because that's obviously huge. But uh, oh, yeah. yeah, every time I talk with you, initially I was always like, man, I know this guy's trying to sell me. And I'm over here. I know all the tactics. I'm like, this is going to take a while. And that's why it did. <laughs> it definitely did. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's uh, that, that's another thing that just goes with sales, I guess. A lot of times the, the, the thing when people know that you do sales, they always think you're trying to sell them, mm-hmm. even when you're being genuine. So it's. It's hard, uh, you know, because when you do sales, it becomes your personality, you know. So, like, you know, people, there's people that just, like, can't turn it off and they're always actually trying to, like, manipulate you. But then there's people that are actually genuine and it just seems like you're giving a sales pitch because you know that you're a salesperson, you know. So it's like, yeah, that's something you have to deal with. And, you know, that's, uh, I see where you're coming from on that. Yeah. (laughs) But that's, that's the topic for another day. Right. Uh, back to employees and pretty much the, the importance of having employees. What do you, what would you say, Steve? Why is it important to have people on your team, especially if you're trying to run a company? Well, I mean, I don't even know if you can really call it a company until you have a team. You know, I mean, you know, you, you could have a, a, a small business, you know, doing something yourself, but in order to call it a company and actually operate, you know, doing something that, you know, at a higher level, if you want to grow and expand beyond just what you can do on a day to day thing, you have to have other people behind you to pick up the slack and to, you know, um, be a specialist in certain things. Uh, we were just talking about this earlier about mm-hmm. why why would you, you know, want to do all the different things yourself when you know there's other people that uh, can do those things better. And so you have time to focus on the things that you do best. So, you know, a lot of people like like I was saying before, is like, you know, it's really hard to let go of that responsibility because especially when it is your business, you tend to have a set idea of how things should be done. And when you um, are looking to grow, turning over that responsibility, you're always trying to micromanage and things like that. And that gets in the way. Uh, You have to, you know, it's a really, really difficult thing to trust somebody and just walk away and just expect it to get done. Uh, 
to an extent. Obviously, you always have to double check the work because what goes out that reflects on you as the owner. Yeah. You know, you can't blame it on your employees, but you have to. It's it's a it's a fine line. So that's why it is a struggle to really find people that are trustworthy, that are dependable. You know, and um, have the same goals in mind that that you do as an owner. And I'm sure you've dealt with that before. I mean, every business owner, I would imagine. If they're if they're trying to grow, you know, they're going to come in, in contact with this type of uh, scenario. Yeah. And it definitely starts with you. You know, you do have to set an example right off right off the bat. That's for sure, because, uh, you know, what you put out there is what you're going to get. And, uh, you know, you definitely got to definitely got to keep in check. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, so you're telling me that I can't do it all. I, I can't <laughs> do it all. I thought I could. I'm over here sitting. I thinking I could, but I can't. Huh? Well, you could do it all if all if, if all of it's a little. <laughs> but if you want it to be, uh, you know, a bigger bigger thing, then then you have you know you have to. Uh, it's it's just part of growth. Yeah, it's a I great, mean, it's a great way to put it. Up. For example, okay, so me and you just talked about this earlier. I I was looking at your you were showing me some website updates, and I'm like, man, this HTML language looks crazy. And I attempted to learn it myself. I was like, screw this. Why would I pay? hundreds or thousands, you know, to develop my, uh, my stuff, but I could do it perfectly the way I wanted. And I tried to learn it myself and I was getting nowhere. It, it, I got to the point where I'm just like, why would I waste time doing something? Not, not, not that it's a waste of time. It's just, it's not my specialty. It's not what I'm good at. It's not what is my passion. And I, you know, whereas I could find someone like you or that is your passion and I could stick to what I do best and that time value money of money. I mean, me putting in, I would have to put in hundreds, thousands of hours probably to develop a website, whereas you can put in, you know, a few hours or, you know, 10, 10 to 40 hours or something. And with that time, I could be making money or getting myself better in something I'm actually good at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing about especially websites is, you know, like as a business owner, yeah, you want to have full control over what your website's going to be. But the thing is, when you actually get down and you try to do it yourself, because those are the type of people that I deal with all the time. It's people that want to, you know, they want it their way. They want to do that, but they don't know how to do it. So that, that's why they need somebody that knows how to do it, because the vision that you have in your head, you don't have the skills to create that. You know what I mean? So it's, it's better for you to come up with an idea of what you kind of want, explain it to a professional, and then have the professional use a large toolbox with all the different techniques and everything that they've, you know, developed over the years to build it in a way that's probably going to be beyond what you would even comprehend, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, you hit it on the head. I mean, it's, it's, uh, that's what I do daily. So (laughs) I get it. (laughs) So talking about those employees and, and how to get them, I, I obviously, yeah, we got two different spectrums here. You know, yours are definitely more, computer oriented, more technical, right? Savvy. Whereas the ones I'm looking for are more, you know, labor intensive. It's more, you know, being able to kind of get your hands dirty at the same time. At the same time though, I am, you know, gradually expanding and I did bring in someone on board. That's a marketing associate just now. So yeah, I I am kind of, you know, dipping my feet into a couple different areas though. Finding these specifically for your types of your type of business, what has been the best way of finding these employees and contractors? You know, and I think, uh, I mean, that's a really good question. I don't know. I don't know what the best way is because 
every single time that I do it one way, sometimes I get, you know, somebody that's, that's good out of it and, you know, 10 other people that are terrible. And then I try it a different way and same thing, you know, uh, but it's, it's the best way to find good people is to spend time with the person to develop their skills or, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's like, it really depends on the job. I mean, cause with me, I, I, you know, for you, when you're looking for, um, an employee, you have a set, uh, list of tasks that you expect them to do all the time. So you could just recreate that over and over. But for me and for any like type of specialized type of thing where you have somebody that does one thing, you have somebody that does another thing, another thing and another thing and so on. And maybe there's a little bleed over, a little crossover, but to find that well-rounded type of person that, that can, can fill exactly the holes that you're, you need, you're needing to fill at the time, mm-hmm. you know, cause like for me, every project's different, you know what I mean? So, so for one project on a Monday, I could use a totally different team, you know. I, I, you know, I could have a use for a totally different skill set. So, you know, that's the that's the hardest part, and that's that's one of the frustrations, and that's one of the things that when you're in a, a position where, like I'm at, and you have to kind of put together, you know, dealing with like contractors and freelancers and things like that to to get the team put in place specifically for the job at hand. That's why it's very frustrating for me to, because I don't know the best way. There is yeah. no, there's no like go on Indeed and it just boom. You got yeah, you, okay. I got five guys that doesn't or gals, but it just doesn't work that way. That sounds so, like that sounds like that could be pretty stressful. So, I mean, are there certain platforms that have just been better for you compared to others for someone that you know might be looking for uh, work in this position or eventually hiring people in this kind of position? Um, well. Obviously, job boards and things like that, you know, like websites like Indeed, if you put something out that's quality, you'll get a lot of responses. But the downside for that is that you have to weed through all those responses. And a lot of those people are a real pain. And, you know, like I said before, it's they're constantly trying to sell you on giving them up, giving them an opportunity. They're overselling their skills. You know, they're, they're, they're saying they know how to do something or, you know, this and that. And I'm not going to take time tracking down every single little, you know, reference that they have and do all that stuff because that really doesn't mean anything. You know, mm-hmm. 90% of the best people uh, are the people that are just creative and maybe, you know, you don't have to go to school for this type of stuff. This is something that's, you know, it's just kind of who you are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. So that's the thing. So, so as far as, as far as like marketing goes, I would much rather have somebody that's never done something like this before, but is really passionate about it because they're just going to work 10 times harder, um, you know, to, to really do something that's enjoyable for them as opposed to somebody that's maybe worked for like a company doing something similar and they got paid hourly and they don't really care. They're just looking for, you know, okay, tell me what to do. And they don't go above and beyond. It's really frustrating having to, you know, tell people exactly what to do every single time it needs to be done. Because Mm -hmm. for me, I, I, I feel like I could just do it better. I could do it faster. And that's the dilemma. Should I just do it myself or should I pay this person to do it mediocre? That's you know? the big dilemma, right? The big dilemma on all of us. Because then, especially if you bring someone in as an employee, you know, like in my scenario, you get the you get the times when you don't have the jobs or you slow down. 
Exactly. Yeah. And that's, uh, and that's kind of where it comes in for me. I think with your field, you're allowed to kind of being that more project by project basis, you have uh, that opportunity to get more contractors and freelancers. Um, over here, you know, a lot of people don't like to uh, be sitting around waiting for a possible job, possible job, because somebody's right. storage, moving jobs, they're not as big. It's not going to, you know, keep them busy for a month straight. It's going to keep them busy for a day. So most, right. people, most people are looking for that part-time, that full-time. And not to discount, you know, hiring in my industry at all. It's it's just a whole different it's just a whole different ball game. It's it's different. You know, I, I for me, I personally, I have to do a lot of I, I gotta feel the people out on the spot. You know, I gotta people are dealing with people's products. You know, they're dealing with people's goods, their their right. their fortunes, you know, they're they're things that mean a lot to them. So you know, we do a background check, we get physicals you know, to be able to drive and whatnot. And then it's just kind of at the end of the day, it comes down a lot to just whether or not it's a good feeling and in your gut if you trust this person and whether what they tell you, you know, it just sounds believable and credible. And there's a lot of customer service. You got to deal a lot with customers. So for me, the difficulty is finding someone that's reliable. You know, right. um, they could have done this. They could have done that. They could have done whatever. They could learn all this on the job. You know, I'm here to train them. I have plenty of people that will train. It's just finding someone that that is actually, you know, committed and sounds motivated and could be reliable. So that's the hardest part. Yeah. And, and personally, for me, finding people like that is really hard off the Internet. Really oh, yeah. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you almost have to like. I mean, for that, it's I, I would imagine it has to be a friend of a friend or, you know, something like that. I mean, those are the best people because they kind of have some skin in the game. You know, I mean, like uh, I found that a lot of people that are on the other side of the country and I will never see them, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, sometimes it's great, you know, other times it's like. Oh, it's just terrible because there's no accountability or anything like that, especially because, you know, we work in a remote setting and I don't see mm -hmm. these people every day. I don't see them in person. You know, I talk to them on the phone and, you know, we do, you know, things like that. So it's it's very, very hard to, um, you know, manage that type of stuff. You know, so it's. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. And uh, <laughs> no, you're definitely right. You're right. Um, it is for me. Word of mouth. And through relationships and through referrals, I've probably 90% of the people, 95%, that's, you know, that people that are working here, part of this team at HodgePodge. Well, one thing that I, the one thing that comes to mind with that, you know, it's really hard to get rid of somebody that's a friend or a friend of a friend, isn't it? Yes. I mean, when you have yes. somebody like that, that's on your team and like, you know, a pat on the back, Hey, you want to be, you want to go for a beer after work, you know? And, and setting those boundaries is very difficult as well. Yes. Um, I mean, I've encountered that definitely. Yes. When I started out, I was trying to do a lot of that, and it just does not work. Especially so. like family members or like friends' family members. And, you know, you yeah. just things get involved and there's rumors going around. Right. I mean, uh, it's crazy because it makes it hard to hire people because you eventually like how big of a network could that be? You know, I mean, you could constantly keep reaching out to people and keep meeting people. Right. It's, it's pretty unlimited, but it's a lot easier to hop on there and throw something on a job board and get a hundred replies right away. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's one of those questions that people 
always ask. And and I, I don't think there's any right answer. I think it's kind of a trial and error type of thing. But yeah, both. Um, yeah I mean, like as far as for you, you've been in business just about a year now, right? Yeah. So have you have you gotten to a point where you kind of um, have found the, the recipe for, for finding people better? You know, have you encountered having to get rid of people? What, what, uh, tell me, tell me some, give me the dirt. The dirt. Oh man. Steve's dropping the dirt. You heard, you heard it here, everybody. Bossed to boss dirt. <laughs> the dirt. Yeah. The, the dirt. dirt. The dirt. It's going to be a new, uh, new like program we're going to do. The dirt. The dirt on the rants and recaps. Yeah. So I'm giving you the dirt. Let's see. Finding the right people. Have I found the magic formula? No. Far from it. I wish I did. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of at the point where I tapped out a lot of the friends and family contacts, for now at least. I yeah. think I need to start doing some more digging and uh, just start spreading the word more. So I did dive into some online. You know, I tried Indeed. I tried ZipRecruiter. So far, ZipRecruiter has been the only online platform that's worked for me. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just been luck. They have a lot of great tools where you can, like, vet the, uh, the applicants through, like, numerous questions. Yeah. So I, I legit put on there a bunch of questions. And only if they actually answer yes to all the questions will they, will I even see their uh, application. Right. So it, it sucks because I only get a couple people. But usually when I get them, they're pretty legit or decent. But then you encounter the whole thing of these people not showing up, not answering their <laughs> phone call. Right. And what what I've been hearing is that there are a lot of people out there, and this kind of just kind of just opens your mind. There are a lot of people out there that are on leave. They're on you know uh, unemployment. Yeah. And it come you come to find out that a lot of these people are just applying to keep their status of unemployment. I found out. So that's yeah. what uh, that's what they actually told me, the, the workers at these uh, companies, that, you know, you are going to get a ton of people that are just repeats and constantly just never answer. And it's, uh, un- you know, as as unfortunate as it is, those are things that we have no control over, you know, and they happen. And especially I think in the labor, the the, the blue collar industry, it happens a lot more, you know, because uh, yeah. it, it's just the kind of the nature of things. Right. So uh, that's that's a pr- problem I encounter a lot. Um, but, but I guess yeah. the, the part you bring up about hiring the friends and family, I, well, so back to that, I mean, it's really a numbers game. Mm. The harder you try, the more you keep asking around. Uh, I, I've recently started asking at schools. I think I just got in it too late cause I missed kind of the big summer. Everybody was kind of ending school and I missed like the summer hiring for a yeah. lot of these people. So now I know for next year, that's where I'm going to go really, really ham on is the yeah. summer hiring. Oh yeah, that sounds that seems perfect for that yeah. I mean, type of job. Yeah, yeah, for for this kind of industry, you know, these students that need you know three, four, five months of our busiest time of the year to you know make make some make a quick buck. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I learned. But yeah, uh, right, it's so, valuable lesson. Yeah, that's definitely something I'm going to incorporate. Which uh, it kind of it kind of put me behind because as you've seen in my previous episodes, I lost some key people. I've been working a lot myself. You know it hasn't given me the time to be able to actually like run things and grow the company. Yeah. So it's things that I'm learning and I'll just adjust going forward. Yeah. One thing that bring, uh, that you, I don't know if it's completely correlated with what you just said, but one thing that came to mind when you were saying that was, um, you know, I don't know if you've ever dealt with somebody that actually lost you an account 
lost you a job, somebody did something wrong on the job and, you know, you got a complaint or, uh, you know, anything like that. I mean, that's, that's something that happens. And when that happens, that's, that's a real tough uh, situation. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah. So I'm sure you've encountered that for you. It's a little different because you could lose an entire account and I can only imagine how bad that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a bad for, one. For me, it's a little different. I've, I've brought it up a few times. I mean, yeah, I could see us losing a job. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know how that would go and how I'm going to handle it, but I could see, I guess, you know, us screwing up right away and a customer just being like, Nope, that's it. I don't ever want you again. Bring back all my stuff. Mm. Um, that would, that would hurt. And I would have to definitely deal with it. And, um, you know, I, ha I have accountability factors there that everybody knows about. And, you know, you know, certain like strikes and things that happen, you know, you got to be accountable for your actions. And it's just right. the way, you know, that's the only way we're ever going to learn. And uh, I'm accountable for mine. You know, I still I still uh, even though I'm kind of running things here, I I get you know, I don't have all the money. I got to get my money somewhere. I got lenders, you know, I got. Uh, people that I'm still accountable, you know, I still, I still, there's still a, a factor. Yeah. And pretty much, I guess, uh, the worst things that do happen with us are break, you know, breakage things, uh, not necessarily breakage of like in the warehouse, but breakage more on the jobs, you know, things that actually get broken things. Yeah. Uh, un luckily nothing has gotten stolen. Uh, so I, you know, I don't want to jinx that. Hope that doesn't yeah. happen. Though, Fingers crossed. You know, we have come across a couple breaks and it's with the moving with storage with transporting you're going to break things Ac accidents happen it's it's inevitable and that's the part you know we we put some policies in place where you know we sort of try to try to make it an incentive not to break things for the guys working for the team working right you know so if they don't break things they'll maybe get like an extra bonus or get like you know certain pay or whatever it is you know, just because you can't control everything, but, you know, you want to put something in place that, you know, if they do break a certain amount of items, like, unfortunately, that's it. You know, yeah, we can't, absolutely. We can't, we can't keep you around. If you're going to keep breaking things, if you're going to, you know, hit, uh, you know, like just the other day, um, one of the guys hits a taxi with a truck. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. Unfortunately, luckily, it wasn't too bad. You know, so the, no one was hurt. That's the, main, the most important thing. He just sideswiped them a little bit. And, you know, it's going to impact us, you know, with some costs, insurance is going to go up and luckily nobody's hurt though. You know, that, that, that's, that's something that's going to go on the reports. And now we kind of, you know, we'll see how it goes. If this happens again, then, uh, then, you know, we got to take further actions with, with our, with our teammate here, unfortunately, you yeah. know, if it happens another time, then that, that, that might be it. You know, you, at, the, at the end of the day, you're running a business and you got to look out for, you know, the greater good of, of, of everything and the bigger picture than, you know, of just having somebody hold their job. Right. Whereas if they might not be qualified and right. that's how you, that's how you weave them out, you know, over time. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some of them, it's an easy decision, but some of them it's really hard because you like the person, but the work isn't yeah. there. And that's uh that's a really frustrating one because you, you, you know, you try and you try and you, you know, want to make them better and you want to pull them up and things like that. But what happens at you're taking time spending some spending more time on something that's sucking time and you you know uh it's a terrible thing i hate it i hate it so that's that's a really stressful thing and i think that that's another episode a full episode right. in itself how to fire people and how to let people go and you know that type of stuff so we how, could definitely touch on that at some what, point what what have you come across personally like that someone lose a project for you 
since you have a different, you know, yours is totally different than my industry. Well, thankfully not a whole project, but, um, definitely set back confidence. You know what I mean? Where, um, you know, you're making progress with somebody, you're doing something, you know, that trust factor is very important when you're moving on to, you know, bigger things. And, you know, when somebody's going to trust you with more responsibility, you know, with more day to day stuff and, you know, that. So it's really easy for somebody to, you know, just just really screw up a couple times in a row in the wrong place. And sometimes it's not even their fault. They just don't have the maybe their personality just doesn't suit the customer. Mm -hmm. So that, that type of stuff, some of it can be controlled, some of it can't, but, um, yeah, definitely, you know, having the right person in the right situation, uh, is very important because it's the difference between moving on to a bigger, bigger project or, or staying where you're at, thankfully not losing anything and, you know, not going to win on my end yet, but, I mean, it, it's inevitable. It'll happen at some point, I'm sure. So that's a, that's a very frustrating thing. And that's why it's important to always be growing your, 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 your team, you know, of, you know, training them better and, you know, spending time and not just, uh, counting on them to do that, do that, take that action and grow themselves. Because that's another thing when you let people go and just expect that they're just going to take that extra mile and spend time growing themselves. What happens is that, that, you know, you, you get further and further apart and then they get disenchanted. So it's, it's hard, you know, you, you have to, you know, you're one of the things that I, that you forget is that you're dealing with an actual person that has, you know, uh, you know, things that they have to do, you know, things that are important to them, things they don't like, things that make them uncomfortable, but they're not comfortable saying it to you. You know, that's another thing that's very frustrating and very, uh, hard to understand sometimes because, you know, people will t say yes, 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 because they want the job, but, you know, sometimes they take on more than what they're able to do. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. Sometimes, sometimes they'll just, they just really don't want to do it. And so they don't do it right, you know, and, uh, and they don't want to tell you that they don't want to do it because they feel like you'll get mad or whatever, you know, it, it's just human nature. So it's sorry. You gotta, you gotta kind of nip that stuff in the bud as soon as you can. Um, and it's really hard to identify. So yeah, you definitely uh, made me rethink of something that I did. I failed to mention, and that's as a business owner, you definitely have to take responsibility. You know, anytime any of these things happen, uh, you have to. I mean, it's just part of the role and you have to right away. I always reevaluate, you know, what did I do wrong? How could I have prevented it? Not not to say that you're the one in control of it all, but you have to be you have to be able to take responsibility. You know, did I not yeah. proper did I not properly train this person to drive the truck? Did I not, you know, give him the, the measures necessary, you know, that I not give him everything in place to be able to go ahead and run with it? Was I not there doing, you know, all the training, the tutorials, whatever it is? Because, yeah, like you're saying, at times you have to let them run with it. Yeah. Because, you know, they have to learn on their own that you, know, you have to fail and make some mistakes to grow. Though at the same time, you know, you do have to guide them because, you know, you're trying to do things to a certain standard. You're doing things. You know, based on what what your company, what what the mission is, what the goals are, right? And you have to yeah. be, you have to be there. Yeah, and, and another thing is, you know, people people uh, sometimes sometimes the company itself grows. Steve, Steve, you sound very very frustrated. I'm not over here trying to anger you, man. Oh yeah, you're, no, you're it's like, frustrating. You're like it's... panting right now. I'm like, man, I don't want you dropping <laughs> dead on me and getting a heart attack during this episode. Oh come man. on, no, no, no. <laughs> No, it's just it's a it's an important thing, you know, and it's something that, you know, if we're going to take the time to say it, I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly. So, 
you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's a, it's a frustrating thing. It's a tough thing. Um, because the company grows sometimes and then you grow out of what maybe one of your employees is useful for, you know, or maybe, you know, maybe you don't want to be doing that type of thing anymore. That's happened to me where I've, where I've had somebody that was just really good at doing this one thing and, uh, it just didn't work for the business anymore. So I had to, you know, I had to cut that service, you know, and that, that, that's another thing, you know, um, Sometimes employees will hold you back because you want to keep them working towards, you know, you want to keep them busy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that that's uh, I, I, I'm not sure that you deal with that as much, yes. but that's OK. Yeah. So, I mean, that that is a that is a, a factor, you know, not knowing when to uh, make a decision for everybody as opposed to an individual. You know what yeah, I mean? It's tough because like for me in particular. Some some teammates just aren't drivers and can't drive trucks, and, and some <laughs> yeah. are, and right. you know it's just not everybody has that skill set, and a lot of all these jobs it entails you know a, a way of getting there. So sometimes some people don't have the right transportation, and you're still trying to find them hours, still trying to get them the jobs, but unfortunately, like they have to be left short that week, or you know sometimes we have to. But then, you know, you bring that person on board. So sometimes, you know, you do have to kind of cut the loss and have them do something that's not ideal. And it sucks because it is a growing pain, especially at a small company where you don't have, you know, thousands of people at your disposal and you could just throw someone in right away to patch it up. You right. know, you got to use wh- what you have. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. uh, something that's coming up for me, especially when it gets colder this winter season. Um, I actually have some, you know, I actually have employees now, whereas Last winter season, it was pretty much all contractors. So now, we're, I, we're definitely, it's inevitable. We're going to slow down. You know, people just don't move or remove as much when it's cold. Yeah. So yeah. I'm already kind of, you know, coming up with game plans, things we're going to do, like whether we're going to build something, do some things around the office, you know, just do a lot more resale, uh, a lot more donations. So kind of things that we could do, we're kind of laying off right now that could yeah. be done later. So. Mm-hmm. We're maybe setting some donations aside that could be done later, you know, saving it for the rainy day. So I'm kind of, I already have talked about this with my business partner. It's, it's something that I've discussed and it's definitely something I'm taking some precautionary measures because it's inevitable and you you, you don't want to lose the good people. You don't, you know, you want to, you need to find hours for them. You got to, you want to keep them busy, especially if they're employees and you got to find different ways to make up for the lost time when you don't have the hours when it, when the time is just not there. When it's yeah. Not, not yeah. Yeah. That, that's an, another thing is the seasonal business. I mean, cause it's, yeah. it's not necessarily a hundred percent seasonal. There's always things that will yeah. need to be done, but it is fairly seasonal. I can imagine. Um, you know, it's definitely, you I mean, even with like contracting, you know, people yeah. don't, people don't do a lot of uh, concrete in the winter, you know what I mean? And, you know, so it's, uh, it's yeah. And that's, that's a thing. I mean, and I had to deal with that when I first started, because I had a little bit of a different product when I first started, it wasn't just web design; it was uh, actual retail, um, you know, equipment uh, for for bars and restaurants, where it was actually like something that we installed. Mm-hmm. Um, and we found that when we were developing this particular thing, it worked great in the summertime, but in the wintertime, the actual device being outside, it wasn't it malfunctioned. It was bad. It wasn't. Uh, it didn't work right, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so one of the one of the reasons we, I mean, you have to be able to pivot, you know. 
And yeah. uh, sometimes sometimes you get blindsided by something and you, you know, you either have to roll with it and find a way to make it happen or or you got to you got to call it quits, you know, and that that's what happens to a lot of people. So that's something that uh, that's another conversation we could have at another time, you know, yeah. uh, definitely. Uh, that's that's an important, important lesson, knowing knowing when to, to you know, uh, pivot, when when to, you know, make make some serious decisions as opposed to just beating your head against the wall and thinking it'll work, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, just as some closing thoughts, you know, human capital employees, contractors, teammates, I like to call them teammates. I think they're the most important thing. They're the backbone of every business. You know, it's, it's how your company grows. It's how you're able to do the things you're best at. And, you know, there's nothing better. There's nothing like no greater satisfaction or feeling than being able to grow something, you know, grow, grow a team, you know, watch it all come together and I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't argue it enough. Like that, that is the most important part of, uh, of a company. It's the people that are behind yeah. it. And, right. you know, today we talked about why the people are important, you know, how to, how to get them, how to retain them, or at least try to. And, uh, we'll definitely have another follow-up, uh, segment where we're going to talk about more about pivoting when things change, you know, the outlook on, uh, your hires. And then what if the, what if the fit is not right? Right. What do you do then? Especially, yeah. especially if it's family and friends. So. Yeah, that's a good one. That'll that'll be a good one. Yes. I got a lot to talk about with that one. Or compared to when someone is five thousand miles away, like in your you know in your point of view. So yep. definitely uh, some great more awesome content to come. Hope you uh, hope you're enjoying another episode of the Rants and Recaps number thirty, which which we have come a long way. I can't believe you know we I, I was just doing episode um, like. 100 with love the journey and you know doing six episodes at boss to boss and then my one year anniversary of starting the whole podcast thing now it's already episode 30 with the new wow. one yeah man where is time gone huh it's crazy it's flying by it's flying by so, so uh next and, thing you know we'll be at 60 yeah 60 90 and then and then we'll be doing virtual reality stuff and who knows yeah, it's a crazy right. Crazy alien things, right? For sure. Absolutely. You <laughs> but, know, you saw the poster. Uh, yes, I do. There's a poster. When I bring that up, there's a poster in his room. It's this alien or Mars spaceship thing I, he's looking at. I it. want I want to believe. I want yeah, there you go. And yeah. every time I see it I die a little bit. I cringe inside. <laughs> but hey, what what the hell? But uh that being said, the logo contest, we're still taking a few entries. Um we are closing that up soon. So if you are interested, please, you know, message us, DM us on Instagram, Facebook, you know, at Bossed, the number two boss, or on Instagram, it's at the real underscore Miro. Also, but the best way is email. It's contest at Bossed2boss.com. That's contest at Bossed, the number two boss.com. We still, we're still looking for some submissions so we could uh, get these final uh, logos out there and get you to start voting. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. I mean, we're getting some good ones in, but it's not too late. Don't get discouraged. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're looking for the right one. So we'll wait until we find it. So, you know, definitely um, if you're if you know anybody that's uh, talented with graphic design uh, or you just want to give it a try, uh, you got nothing to lose. You only can gain from this contest. So yeah. and you could gain 50 bucks. Just tag someone. And if they eventually join and win, you'll get 50 bucks. So why not? You know, it only takes a few seconds to think of that person and tag them and, uh, and send them something, you know, send, send us their contact info, whatever it is. Yep. 
Awesome. Well, I hope you enjoyed another episode, and I hope you're going to crush the rest of your week. You know what? I don't hope. You are going to. And so are you, Steve. So keep it real. Keep it here. Absolutely. And we'll be talking again soon. Peace. That is all for this episode of Boss to Boss. Your next step is to visit boss2boss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is boss, the number two, boss.com. And remember, the time is now.